Today is November 14th, 2020. This is episode 79 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, today I am going to be spending a little bit of time talking about my first impressions of the iPhone 12 mini. So I took receipt of this device yesterday, which um, as I talked about in the past episode, um, I ordered this for launch day. Yesterday was the first day this phone was available, and it's been a really long time since I did that. So the iPhone 6 would have been the last time that I got a phone, a new phone, the first day that it was available. And now we're at 12, so that's that feels like half the life of the iPhone. I'm not sure how that mathematically works out, because I know they went through the numbers pretty quickly last time. Um, they went, yeah, the, the, they went iPhone, iPhone 3G, and then iPhone 4. No, 3GS and then 4. There's not a there's not a straight up um, analogy between the numbers here and and each year, but um, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, so I have a few thoughts about this thing. It they're almost all excellent thoughts. A few things, not really about the phone, but kind of tangential to the phone that I would change or that I need to think about and work on, um, or work through in my mind at least. But honestly, like this to me, at first when when it when it came out, like each time a new iPhone is released, whether or not I actually get it, I compared in my mind to the past phones, like every past phone. And for me, before the release of this phone, the perfect iPhone was the iPhone SE. Um, and before that, it was the 5S because I love the flat side look. I love the flat side feel. And that screen size at the time was the best in terms of portability and um, you know, just an overall combination of if you're living in the Apple ecosystem, this is the thing you want to have to be able to have with you everywhere easily. And I know that I don't speak for everybody, but um, for example, I have an iPad here. I've had it. I've had an iPad since the iPad 3 came out. And so if I am at home and I'm wanting something with a bigger screen, or even if I'm out somewhere and I want something with a bigger screen, I'm going to bring my iPad. I'm going to have my iPad with me. And otherwise, unless that's the case, I am going to want something small and portable and light. And for me, that right now, I went iPhone 5S was my favorite phone of all time to the iPhone SE was my favorite phone of all time to this current phone, the iPhone 12 mini being my favorite phone of all time. The screen size is perfect. It's exactly what I would want. Um, I couldn't, I mean, it could probably get slightly, slightly bigger, slightly, slightly smaller, but it's, it's honestly, if I go back to my SE right now, cause it's, it sits on my nightstand. We use it as a white noise machine. If I hold that in my hand, the screen size seems small and the screen form factor seems outdated. Um, but I love how small it is and I love how light it is. And this iPhone 12 mini is physically not that much bigger. It's a very similar size to the iPhone SE, but the screen size to compare to the body ratio is massive. It's almost all screen on the front. And so it really feels like just the perfect balance of all of these things. The, yeah, the physical size of the phone is absolutely perfect. The weight is amazingly light. It's so great. One of the things that I've been having an issue with recently with my iPhone uh, 10, which was the one that I had for the last couple of years, last two something years, um, and the iPhone 10R, which I got from work, which so that's my like travel phone. Um, if I end up ever going somewhere, we're all working from home now. So they sent us all phones um, is that they're so heavy. The iPhone 10R is so, so incredibly heavy. And the iPhone 10 is pretty heavy. 
Um, to the point that if I'm holding either one of those in my hand, even if my hand is down, even if I'm sitting, if my if my hand is holding up my phone, my arm gets kind of tired after a few minutes. And maybe that's just a result of working at home and not really carrying or lifting that much stuff. But it was it like actually was a drain on like my wrist strength and not a not a huge one, but just something I could see adding up over years. And that's completely gone with this phone. The 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 12 mini is just such a perfect size. I would not, I don't, like I said, I don't think I would want it much smaller and I wouldn't want it any bigger, mostly because of this weight. It's so perfect. And like I said, it's, it's actually not that much. It's not that much bigger than the iPhone SE physically. And it's not that much smaller than the iPhone 10 physically. Honestly, it's not that much smaller. And so, you know, the, the analogy or the, not the analogy, the size comparison that people make between the sun and the moon, like they're, they're vastly different sizes, but because their apparent distance is the same, um, they, they appear the same size on the sky. You can just superpose them and they look like they're the same size. Um, that's how I feel about that. That com- is the comparison I'm going to make to the, between the iPhone 10 for me and the iPhone 12 mini is that the iPhone 12 mini is slightly smaller, but all you have to do is if say you hold the phone two feet away or a foot and a half away from your face, all it means is you move it a couple of inches closer and they look the exact same size. You're not losing anything. And the way the pixel density works on the iPhone 12 mini, they've actually shrunk everything down a little bit. So you actually would see the exact same amount of stuff on the phone screen um, for any app, for anything you're doing. It all just looks the exact same, just slightly smaller. And so bringing the phone slightly closer to your face, you get the exact same experience. And that to me is just absolutely beautiful. It's perfect. Um, Onto the physical kind of parameters of this thing, which is now in my hand, which just feels so comfortable. I can just, I can do that thing where I flip the phone in my hand again. I never, I could never really do that because the other phone was too big. It couldn't really flip it around in one hand very comfortably. Um, the flat sides, oh, the flat sides, they're everything I wanted. And they're so, uh, I just, I miss it. And it's been, it's been such a long time that it feels so good to have it back. Uh, I'm so glad that Apple went with this to the point, to the point that back when I had the iPhone, Four generation, I think five, I'm pretty sure five FS I used with a case, but for like three years there, um, when the phone had metal sides, flat sides and back, I used this, this phone, the, the, the four and five generation without a case because it was small enough that it was pretty easy to hold. It had the flat side so you could really grip it well. Um, it had really great ergonomics. I'm really tempted to use this phone without a case. I, I haven't yet. I've got a case on it. Um, I got the blue phone and I got a blue case. Um, basically just every time I get a case, I get the thinnest possible case that I can find that still kind of protects, like basically the case is here to protect the phone from getting scratched when you lay it down on its back. And so I want the thinnest thing possible that doesn't get in the way, all that stuff. Um, I'm really, really tempted to use this without a case just for that, just for that, like that beautiful naked robotic core iPhone feel. I am not quite there yet, but I'm really thinking about it. I'm also thinking about maybe getting an uh, Apple silicone case just because of the MagSafe. I'm I'm also thinking about getting the Apple clear case just because I don't, again, I talked about this in my, my review video from, from the event, but I don't really feel like the, the clear case with the MagSafe ring and little alignment magnet on it. I don't really feel like those are going to be that noticeable. Like they're going to blend into the background immediately and I'm not going to care. And they're going to be so functional. Like one of the things that I'm really excited to be able to be able to potentially do is not feel like it's a burden when I have to, if I have to put something ergonomic on the back of my phone, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, I don't want to feel like 
the phone, the case is really hard to get off and on and off. And I want to know, like, I would love to be able to test this without getting the, without buying the case, but we're in a pandemic and it's hard to just go shopping at the Apple store to be able to test this out. But, um, be able to be able to just pop the case on and off magnetically makes it a little more reasonable to be able to just say when you want to charge it wirelessly to just pop the thing off. So I could have a pop socket on the back of the phone and in the case on the case and just pop it off and drop it on the wireless charger. I would have to see because I don't know how like I don't know whether the magnet is the main sticking force or whether there actually is kind of um, lips around the front of the phone that will like kind of cradle it. Um, so I'm going to have to see on that. But more on that a little bit later um i've started using the cameras a little bit the cameras are great they're uh, a really big step up compared to the iphone 10 the iphone 10 already had really great cameras during the day and for like portraits and stuff but um in terms of using it at night and using it outside of ideal conditions this phone is a massive step up it's it's gonna take such better pictures and we've got one month old and a two and a half year old so they're constantly moving so I really feel like we're going to see the benefits of these cameras, especially outside of ideal conditions. And and basically indoors in your house is not ideal conditions. And so we're always in our house. And so it makes me feel good about having this um, because the cameras are, yeah, the cameras are excellent. And every every time you go more than a year between iPhones, you really notice the camera quality increase. Even though they're diminishing returns at this point, um, you're going to get a pretty good picture with the old cameras. It's if you know what you're looking for, they're that much better with new cameras. Um, another point that I have here, which I've found in the last couple of uh, the last 12 or so for 16 hours with this phone um, is I'm kind of sad the 3D touch is gone. So my iPhone 10 had 3D touch in it. And that was the only phone I ever had that, that had 3D touch. But now none of the lineup has it across the watch and phones. It's it's a little sad. I miss 3D touching. Um, they took out a lot of the 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 ability to do 3d touch um with software updates but some of the features still had it and one of the things that i noticed specifically um where i use 3d touch all the time is on the lock screen where you can quickly access the flashlight and the camera at the bottom of the screen with 3d touch that was always super easy and i could just like you'd press the button and it would turn on and i'm having to get used to um the screen not having 3d touch and so i'm needing to like actually press like make sure my fingers on the button long enough for example to get the flashlight or camera to actually activate and there's another weird quirk of the screen and i'm not i'm not entirely sure whether it's the screen or the screen protector because i didn't use the screen at all without a screen protector I, the first thing i did when i took it out of the box was put the screen protector on it again just because last time i didn't and my iphone 10 screen ended up pretty scratched by the end like as i would if you like took your nail fit your fingernail and ran it down the middle of the, the screen it, you like really feel some pretty deep scratches in there um so I'm not entirely sure whether it's the screen, but what I've noticed is when you put your thumb, if I put my the, like the, I'm going to call it the ball of my thumb, like the flat part of my thumb on the screen um, and move it around, it re like the screen rejects that touch. It doesn't accept it as an actual touch. It needs like a smaller, um, less flat part of my thumb. So either the end of my thumb or like a, a, the end of a finger to actually register as a touch. And again, I'm not sure if it's the touch screen itself being slightly more tuned uh, differently tuned or whether it's just the screen protector because i haven't used a screen protector in a really long time but i did notice that and that made it even harder to use these the flashlight and the um camera until i realized until i recognized because i'm used to just using i'm used to activating the 3d touch and so it didn't matter what part of my thumb i used i could use the flattest part possible i just squeeze the button and it would activate um but with this phone 
I'm having to get used to making a slight adjustment if I want the touch to actually register. So I might see, I might take the screen protector off, try it out for a couple of days and then, and maybe see if I want to put it back on. Uh, haven't decided yet, but that's, that was a, an interesting difference to me is losing 3d touch. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. It obviously was, was battery inefficient for them, like in terms of space, because it takes up a lot of room behind the screen to be able to do 3d touch. Um, and so that kind of gets me nicely. That kind of segues well to battery life which um, I've only had the phone for about half a day, but I mean, it seems pretty standard for what I, um, for what I would expect out of a phone this size. Um, I've had the iPhone SE and been totally fine with it. Um, I'm going to have to see after a day of real use, which I haven't had it had yet. I haven't even had a full day with the phone, um, but I've been using it a lot and I went through the entire setup and transfer process through iCloud, um, transferring from my other phone without having it charged, without having it even on the charger and it worked totally fine. Um, so I'm not worried about the battery life yet. I also, we've been spending all this time at home, so I'm not super worried. I've also gotten really familiar with, um, days where I know that I'm going to be out a lot. Um, just turning on low power mode and been, I've been totally fine with that. Like low power mode to me is one of those really great things where it's like, it's like a handicap in golf or something where you, um, if you know, going into it, that you're going to need some extra help you can turn it on you can turn low power mode on at the beginning of the day and you don't even really notice it's on except that it's trying harder to like it's it's removing small conveniences um to give you better battery and like if if low power mode was the default and it was only ever on and you could like have a turbo mode where low power mode stuff would just be turned off a lot of people i don't think would even notice the difference um but because it's the opposite um i feel totally fine having low power mode on when I know that I'm not going to be away when I'm going to be away from a charger or any kind of power um, thing for the entire day. And so, for example, if I'm going, if I know I'm going to be spending like eight hours out away from a charger, all that stuff, and I have like, I don't know, 95% battery because I just took it off the charger, I have no problem whatsoever. I wouldn't even notice really um, just putting on low power mode at the beginning of the day and saving, like erring on the side of extra battery. And the opposite of that like the the other way to do it um which also has worked i've used totally fine in the past is to just use the phone normally and if by noon um you kind of extrapolate your battery use and you're gonna run out if you don't turn on low power mode then you just turn on low power mode at, at noon and um so you lose a little bit of battery compared to what you would have but honestly i've used both of those trade-offs and they've both been totally fine so i'm not really worried about this battery but um, I have heard from people that it's it's less than the older, bigger phones, which honestly makes sense. It's a smaller phone. It's got a smaller battery. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about, um, which I alluded to earlier, is needing to find a better ergonomic grip for this phone. Um, I have tried. So I've been using this product on um, on the iPhone 10 uh, called Foam Loops, which is, it's basically a loop of fabric, like a loop of weaved, um, I don't know what this, what the fabric would be called. It's probably just like some kind of polyester or something. Um, but it's this braided kind of, um, flat cable that, um, you stick it to the inside of your case so that it, it's a big, it's like, um, a, a long string of, um, I'm, I'm, I'll include a link to this so you can just go look at it, but it's a long string of fabric that's about, I don't know, a foot long. And you stick it to the inside of your case, um, looping it underneath where the charger goes in and then up through the camera hole. And then you stick it on the inside of your case in both. So you, what you create is a loop coming out of the back, like kind of like a coronal mass ejection coming out of the back of your phone case. 
And that's the place where you grip the phone once because once you stick the phone in there, it's, it's really well and truly stuck in there. Um, and then it gives you this grip, this way to hold on to the phone without needing to grip the phone itself all that tightly. Um, so that's what I've been using for the iPhone 10. The iPhone 12, because of the flat sides, because of the way that the um, case works on, on the flat-sided iPhones, there's not a ton of room for this relatively thick fabric to fit. Um, this actually caused, interestingly, all, two of my three cases, the two most rigid ones, um, it actually caused them to have a stress break. The case snapped exactly where this extra fabric bulging caused the entire case to deform. Um, and so like after three or four months of using a case, it would just snap. But I love the ergonomics of having this phone loop. Um, and I've also tried on the older phones and a little bit on the iPhone 10. I tried using a pop socket, um, which is just, I mean, I'll, I'll link to the link to a pop socket as well. But it basically is this little round thing that um, sticks up off the back of your phone and it you can retract it, but you can also kind of pull it out to, to full extension. It'll pop out and give you this ergonomic grip to hold on to um, on the phone. I loved phone loops because I love them better. First of all, the phone felt a little more comfortable, um, but it let you use wireless charging. Whereas pop sockets, because they're right there where the wireless charger is, it's really, really hard to wirelessly charge a phone with a pop socket on, even in the collapsed form. Um, and the, like I said, the phone loop with, with iPhone 12 cases, because they're, they're square cases, it's a lot harder to get a phone loop on and not have the case like I, I tried to put it on last night and the case basically wouldn't stay on because of the flat sides and so i'm gonna have to figure out a, a different ergonomic way to hold this or give up on wireless charging for a little bit and try a pop socket or just kind of do this compromise thing where i take the pop socket um and the case off and then wirelessly charge it so i haven't exactly settled on what i'm going to do yet um I'm also looking for the possibility of MagSafe accessories to come out that will attach, that will let me, like I said, one of the things I want to try is to get a MagSafe case and see if just popping that off with a pop socket on it will work. Um, but the other thing here is that MagSafe um, is a brand new technology. And so companies may be or are developing, like I know the PopSockets company has said that they are developing MagSafe compatible accessories. Um, so I'm really curious because obviously PopSockets is well aware of the fact that their solution doesn't work that well with um, with MagSafe. And so I'm really interested in finding a new, um, better ergonomic grip device for this phone, whether or not that's something new that comes out or whether this is just something that um, one of these existing two companies will be able to solve in some kind of way. I'm also thinking of possibly trying to rig up something um, like a phone loop, but that doesn't have as much bulk inside the case. I haven't really gotten around to, to thinking that through yet, but I've started wondering if that's possible. Um, but basically, for now, I think. Um, I'm either going to try the pop socket thing or I'm just going to go without any kind of pop socket or anything like that because this phone is so much smaller. It's a lot easier to manage that um, with the iPhone SE. It was a no brainer to use a pop socket once I discovered that technology. Um, and once I kind of got over the fact that I thought it might be silly because it's not, it's truly revolutionary to be able to hold your phone like that. Um, but the iPhone SE didn't have wireless charging, so it wasn't that trade off. Um, yeah, so this this is going to be a work in progress. and. Um, but honestly, if you have not used one of these ergonomic um, phone holding devices, I highly recommend you try it because they are great. Um, you will never hold your phone the same way again. It's it's so much better feeling than having to worry about your phone slipping out of your hand or worrying having to like rest it on your pinky or all these different kind of grips you can use. Um, and it's less necessary with the smaller the smaller phone you have. But honestly, I don't know how people with these giant phones carry um, 
carry their phones and use them all the time. It's almost impossible to use that big phone one handed. But if you have a phone loop, you can just like the your other fingers do the all the holding and it makes it so comfortable and you can just use one thumb and do whatever you want. Um, it's great. Highly recommended. I'm going to leave the episode here for now because I've already gone way over time. Um, but thank you much for very much for listening. This is my first impressions of the iPhone 12 mini. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.